Welcome to this time as we gather as Holy Cross. I encourage you to send in your prayer requests. You can email them to prayers at holycrossburlington.ca and we will include them in our Sunday prayers and in our prayers on Tuesdays and Thursdays. While we can't receive an offering physically, we do have options for you to give online through Holy Cross's website, www.holycrossburlington.ca. And there are other options. You can sign up for pre-authorized remittance, or you can mail in a current or post-dated check. You can also bring one into the church and slide it through the email slot door. Thank you to those who have recently made some generous donations to make sure that ministry continues to happen through Holy Cross. We know it's a difficult and worrying time for many people, and we do really appreciate your generosity in the donations that you have made. A reminder that after the reading today, there will be a time of silence where we will take an opportunity to listen for God's word as it speaks to us in this time. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all and also with you. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God, who forgives all our sin, whose mercy endures forever. Amen. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid, Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and with one another. Gracious God, have mercy on us. We confess that we have turned from you and given ourselves into the power of sin. We are truly sorry and humbly repent. In your compassion, forgive us our sins known and unknown, things we have done and things we have failed to do. Turn us again to you and uphold us by your Spirit so that we may live and serve you in newness of life. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. God, who is rich in mercy, loved us even when we were dead in sin and made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved. In the name of Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven. Almighty God, strengthen you with power through the Holy Spirit 
that Christ may live in your hearts through faith. Amen. O God, no one on earth knows the hour of your return. Only keep us watchful and awake, that we might always be at work in your kingdom for the sake of Jesus. Amen. Almighty and merciful God, you are the only source of health and healing. You alone can bring calmness and peace. Grant to us, your children, an awareness of your presence and a strong confidence in you, in our pain, our weariness, and our anxiety. Surround us with your care. Protect us by your loving might and permit us once more to enjoy health and strength and peace. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Our reading today is from Mark chapter 8, sorry, Mark chapter 13, verses 1 to 8, and verses 24 to 37. As Jesus came out of the temple, one of his disciples said to him, Look, teacher, what large stones and what large buildings. Then Jesus asked him, Do you see these great buildings? Not one stone will be left here upon another. All will be thrown down. When Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives, opposite the temple. Peter, James, John, and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us when will this be? What will be the sign that all these things are about to be accomplished? Then Jesus began to say to them, Beware that no one leads you astray. Many will come in my name and say, I am he, and they will lead many astray. You hear of wars and rumor of wars. Do not be alarmed. This must take place, but the end is still to come. For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places, There will be famines. This is but the beginning of the birth pangs. But in those days, after that suffering, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will be falling from heaven, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds, with great power and glory. Then he will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. From the fig tree, learn its lesson. 
as soon as its branch becomes tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that he is near at the very gates. Truly I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But about that day or hour no one knows, neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Be aware, keep alert, for you will you do not know when the time will come. It is like a man going on a journey, when he leaves home and puts his slaves in charge, each with his work, and commands the doorkeeper to be on the watch. Therefore, keep awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come. In the evening, or at midnight, or at cockcrow, or at dawn or else he may find you asleep when he comes suddenly. And what I say to you, I say to all, keep awake.
merciful God, in the stillness of our souls we listen for your voice to know again that you are God. Quiet our restless hearts with the knowledge that you stand with us in the shadows, keeping watch over your very own. Rekindle our faith and light the lamp of hope within our hearts. Then deal with us as seems best to you. For where you lead, we can confidently go. With Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. I don't know about you, but for me... It seems to be harder and harder to know who to trust. There is so much information and probably misinformation coming to us, particularly about the state of the COVID-19 pandemic, but also about the economy, about people's safety, about our own health and the ability and desire of others to help protect the most vulnerable. It seems to be very hard to know these days who to trust. Can we trust the news sources that we've traditionally trusted? Can we trust the people that we've traditionally trusted? What is it that we can put our trust in? Who can we put our trust in? And how can we make decisions that are best for us? Jesus, of course, addresses this whole notion of trust and tells his disciples to beware that no one leads them astray. Those are words to us as well. Beware that no one leads us astray. But again, how can we know if we're being led astray? I'm no infectious disease expert. I'm no economist. I'm, I'm no lawmaker. I'm... I'm no expert in many of the things that I seem to need to be able to judge these days. So how do I know if I'm being led astray? How can I judge that and determine so that I don't follow down the wrong path? Well, this is one of those times where I think that our reading today might be better understood in the context of our reading last week. If you remember last week, the reading was about the great commandment. Jesus answered about what commandment was greatest. The first is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. 
you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. So, the great commandment comes down to love. And maybe love is the way that we determine whether or not we're being led astray. Where is it that we see love being carried out? Do we see love being carried out by the way those who are sick and vulnerable in our society are treated? Do we see love being carried out by our concern for our neighbors and our neighbors' concern for us? The other day in our mailbox here at our house, there is just a very simple postcard, sort of a rainbow design on the one side, and on the other a pre-printed message, hoping that everyone was well. It wasn't really directed to us. It was a, a form thing that one of the neighbors had printed off, and I'm sure distributed to every house on the street. a way that they showed their love for us. I think if we focus on love, if we focus on our love for others and and the love that others have for us, we will never be led astray. No matter what difficult decisions we need to make about health, about welfare, about any part of our life. If we focus again on love, we will never be led astray. For God's gift of love, through the birth, death, and resurrection of Jesus, we give thanks. Amen. With the whole church, let us confess our faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, and suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again, he ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We pray for the church, the world, and all those in need. There are many who claim to have special knowledge of your plan to redeem the earth, O Lord. 
Do not allow us to be led astray. Keep us focusing instead upon all the ways you are calling us to live out our discipleship here and now. We take our clues from nature to know what season it is. May we be as keenly aware of other people and when the time is right to share your word and mediate your grace and love to them. We pray for veterans of war who face the distress of combat, the judgment of many, and subsequent injuries and traumas which impact them to this day. May we care for them to the best of our ability and not allow them to be forgotten. We ask your healing power upon all those who are dealing with addictions and impulses difficult to control. Send your spirit also to those whom whom we know are suffering, especially Natalie and Colleen, Carolyn and all healthcare workers, the self-employed who are facing the stress of severely reduced income as the virus impacts their businesses. Roger, Ingo and Sandra, Hedda, Frida, Rose and Herman, Irene, Ray, Wayne, Mackenzie, Moira, Clifford, Jeff and Carmen, Jerlene, Celeste, Shelley, Jesse, Valerie, Nadia, Julie, and all whom we hold in our hearts. We celebrate Hans Nielsen Hogg, who renewed the church in Norway, promoted a living faith among its members, and advocated for working people's rights. Bless all who follow in his example. Guide Michael, our bishop, Susan, our national bishop, the Reverend Conrad Plummer, president of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in Guyana. The Right Reverend Sani Ibrahim Azar, Bishop of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in Jordan and the Holy Land. The Right Reverend Susan Bell, Bishop of the Diocese of Niagara, as they exercise their ministries of oversight of the Church. We give you thanks, O God, for the ministries of Pastor Glenn Wittes and Krista, Tim, Sidney, Abigail, Megan, and Connor Withers through Holy Cross. May their lives inspire this congregation to be continually moving forward and meeting the needs of the communities in which we live. Bless all for whom we pray this day. And keep us alert to the ways you are working in the world. In Jesus' name, amen. 
my sisters and brothers and siblings in Christ. The peace of Christ be with you always and also with you. O God, receive and bless the offerings that we give to you as a sign of our gratitude. And forgive us our own shortcomings in managing your precious world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We say together, salvation belongs to our God and to Christ the Lamb forever and ever. Great and wonderful are your deeds, O God of the universe. Just and true are your ways, O ruler of all the nations. Who can fail to honor you, Lord, and sing the glory of your name? Salvation belongs to our God and to Christ the Lamb forever and ever. For you alone are the Holy One. And blessed is the one whose name is the word of God. All praise and thanks to you, holy God. Salvation belongs to our God and to Christ the Lamb forever and ever. Let us pray. O God of justice and love, we give thanks to you that you illumine our way through life with the words of your Son. Give us the light we need. Awaken us to the needs of others. And at the end, bring all the world to your feast. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory forever. Amen. Gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Well, again, we are in this time where our activities at our building at 3455 Lakeshore Road have been put on hold. We know it's a difficult time as we're not able to meet together as community. However, I know that a number of people have been making phone calls out, me included, in a way to make sure that we connect with each other. I encourage you to continue to do that, that while we may be physically distant from each other, we need not be all that socially distant. We can still 
talk on the phone, exchange texts and emails. So please do that. We are looking at ways that we can support the next week of our worship. Of course, next Sunday is Palm Sunday, and we will not be able to gather, I would not imagine, um, in our building. So look next week in your emails that come out for ways that we can help support you through this time of Palm Sunday, Monday, Thursday, and Good Friday. The God of steadfastness and encouragement grant you to live in harmony with one another in accordance with Christ Jesus. Amen. The God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The God of all grace bless you now and forever. Amen. Go in peace. Christ is with you. Thanks be to God.